conflict resolution will automatically go away as soon as you start your focus on growth i i, I mean it took little longer for me but i think uh, eventually uh, i think you should get there so every time when there was a conflict i should allow everybody to speak their words out and then once it is done then we'll say okay let's go back to our growth so i wanted to make uh, i wanted to have this form to be 50 member team in 5 years okay okay let's talk through what is your input can it make this happen what is your input can this make it happen there's a possibility that you might be wrong someone else will be right and the conflict resolution automatically start coming down as long as you're not taking those as your problems rather than they are the inputs for your firm to grow hello everyone ashok here Thank you for tuning in to the 6th episode of Indian Startup Stories. Today our guest is Vijendra Rao, CEO and co-founder of Tech Canopy Software Labs, a technology startups based out of Bangalore, targeting to solve the needs of digitization for companies with its services and products in various domains. In this episode, Vijendra talks about his schooling, background, his hunger to learn computers in early days, the urge and passion to start a company of his own while working in IT, formation of the company, his vision on the future job market how he picked the founding team and tips to come to a common ground before starting business why is he not interested in venture capitalists who were ready to invest in his firm ongoing challenges and reliefs covid impacts what could go wrong in a startup environment how he maintains his continuous learnings to keep up to date in the market and much more so let's jump in hi vijendra thank you for coming on to indian startup stories today welcome Thank you Ashok I'm very happy to be here and thanks for the invite my pleasure uh, please share about your background studies and career how you started so I'm actually a typical school kid when I was a very small uh, studying from school and if you look at the overall uh, background I actually studied in uh, in a village uh, and in a Kannada medium and uh, it's a typical uh, simple core education of most of the indian Uh, kids uh, back in 80s 90s right so and then uh, i did uh, go for college in a, in a town nearby and then uh, i mean i never thought i want to do an engineering but uh, mm-hmm. however um, back in i think i was in 12th grade um, i always has this this concept of oh there is something called as a computer that can do a lot of things so I want to know about it so that's kind of a story and then i think uh, I really wanted to learn about it what is it all about and uh, I did uh, there's no internet right you had to talk to somebody to understand so uh, there was a lot of uh, couple of institutes of computer institutes there were in in the town and we used to go and visit all I knew was uh, oh there is something which can do a lot of magics but uh, I did join some institute to be honest so I mean didn't do any magic but Uh, then later i did join engineering uh, and uh, i did my uh, engineering when i when i the initial thought thought was just just do an engineering but from day one i had this thought that you know i really want to study this creature or a crazy creature for me which is a computer so uh, i mean that was the thought process and we did i did study and there was a lot of enthusiastic with respect to programming and i really mm-hmm. really want to learn it so that's how the the engineering journey went through however there is a uh, big problem of english which is not an not <laughs> an issue for a lot of people people think it's a big issue it's not a big issue at all um mm-hmm. and then it's okay and I, i did go through different sets of uh, uh, uh you know labs and all that will will give you a lot of knowledge and then joined uh you know uh, my own college as a as a teaching professor in the beginning because i just want i didn't get a job because uh, back then i think it was not so easy to get a job if you don't come from a greater institute so you have to come from hmm. this big giant institutes of uh, bangalore to get a good job but but i was very confident that i'm going to get a job because i i was very good at programming uh and then after i think 6 or 8 months later i did get a job in in satyam so i had to move to hyderabad uh, and that's how the journey started so um it was it was actually a very good uh, um uh you know 
change in life very good thing for life like where uh, i am actually moving out of my hometown that's one piece and second thing is i'm going to an corporate life and there you you get to learn a lot of things and uh, a few years uh, in the career early years itself i i did move to us um, so i got an opportunity there and i had to go there and i did uh, stay there for a long time and then mm-hmm. back uh, back from there in 2015 and uh, Uh, after that uh, by then you know most of the learning what i have most of the things i know about business most of the things i know about technology solutions mm-hmm. what is what is actually um, magic of computer for the real world i learned all that in 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 customer place and then uh, once i back from uh, uh, from states i think i did join uh, mindry here and uh, it is so two reasons for that again it is very close by that's one real reason that was one of the biggest dilemma most of the people has where should i join so my home is here where should i go and all that <laughs> and then uh, i think right after that uh, i kind of uh, made my mind i think i should do something and uh, and that's how that's basically what i have this 15 years of career which got automatically built without even planning anything so okay so you came back and uh, you immediately started a company that's how it sounds uh, i wanted uh, to start like, a, i really wanted to start a company right after i come back but uh, there was one problem i had so uh, now that we're talking about it so uh, i didn't know um, how software development works from india okay. <laughs> I, because i i i stayed most of my time there i know how ex- actually the work happens from india because i was all on the other side of the uh, uh, and the overseas so i was actually able to know okay i have a team of 50 people back in india they're going to do the work and give it to me but i never part of this side where i was actually delivering so i didn't know how actually offshore delivery works which is very critical for uh, as as a leader if you are uh, not as an entrepreneur as a leader you should know how to manage your team sitting right next to them so sitting in overseas i might uh, say that you oh, know it's very difficult for them i might think you know it's it's late for them i'm calling them at middle of the night it, it might be late for them but you will not realize because it's day for you there so if you sit here at talking to your team to work at at let's say 8 o'clock in the evening you know that you're ruining mm-hmm. the evenings so that is what i would really want to understand before you before i get start something and i shouldn't have an imagination that i run my indian startup sitting here assume that mm-hmm. i'm in, in in other country us yeah, yeah. nice so w- what is this company about uh, tech canopy can you explain it sure so tech canopy uh, right now we are uh, mainly focusing on uh, two streams uh, one is the consulting uh, is what we do so we have a bunch of uh, enthusiasts we get together and we do uh, uh architectural consulting mainly on solutions uh, to a bigger problem than a, a smaller uh, um, solutions which will go for a small product development or anything so we do uh, all the way from uh, cloud solutions uh, you know enterprise problem uh, solution or it could be even uh, we go and help somebody else that you already have, you have a product um built as a startup we actually go and assess that product and see you know what are the uh, areas you need to improve and what are the things you need to take care uh, in case of uh, consumers point of view right for example if you are building a product for europe have you taken care of gdpr so you are building a okay. product for uh, california have you taken care of some of the regulations not, not just that and also when it comes to data we also have expertise in our data so we deal with the data platform and those related activities as well that's one piece of the work and the mm-hmm. second piece of the team uh, we are focusing on product development uh, we have couple of products with us so one of them uh, is energy management product which is um, focusing more on uh, uh, you know enterprises who can uh, know how to save energy and track them and it's more of a like regulation for most of the countries but it is going to come slowly in india we really wanted to uh, focus on that area that's one piece and second area is uh, fintech we have a C- fintech crm which okay. is we are building it from scratch i know there are a lot of crms out there but uh, this uh, product is mostly for uh, ifas 
uh, Indian uh, individual financial advisors who are in India who sells uh, investments and, and kind of a role for uh, Indian um, citizens or country uh, focusing more on how can they grow money. Uh, this CRM is not different than any CRMs out there, but it is very customized, uh, a, a specific version of uh, CRM required for them. For example, it it knows um, uh, KYC. It knows uh, you know what is uh, what is a customer portfolio. It knows okay. what are the investment that custom person has. So it's one place for managing all their customers. So that's that's two items right now running and uh, we did um, deploy one of the energy product in one of our customers recently and uh, Invest CRM is also in prototyping. We are actually given for a couple of customers to try it out. It's going well, actually. Okay. Uh, how did it all start the journey when it begins? I guess you uh, directly registered a company, you were working in Mindtree and uh, can you talk about that exciting story? Sure, definitely. So uh, uh, to become an uh, entrepreneur is more of an entrepreneur. I didn't know this even word, to be honest, back then. Um, but I think uh, I, I still remember uh, when I was in my engineering, I think I was in 8th eight, eight sem or something, I don't remember, sometime in the last final year. So there was this guy called uh, Suhas Gopinathan, who was the first CEO, youngest CEO who studied in RV College. Uh, and they there was a, this big article came in, uh, uh, I think, in Times of India, and somebody actually cut it out and gave it to me and say, "Hey, Vijendra, can you just put this in the notice board in the CS department? This guy has uh, created his own firm. Uh, from uh, I think, if I'm not wrong, I think he did uh, spend a lot of time in uh, this uh, internet cafe and built a company." So there's like, "Oh yeah, I have to build some company," and you know, back then it was like, "I have to build a company, become." overnight famous overnight making money right so that's that's what when i was in college so but when i joined uh, the corporate uh, my focus was to learn i had no focus of uh, you know building something on my own but there were a lot of uh, people keep telling me start something you have that you i can see that light start something start something when i was even back in us people said start something i think uh, you have this uh, fire just do something and then I think uh, over the years, uh, when I was almost 10 years experienced, then I realized, you know, I think actually do something about it because a lot of people are telling me not one person could be wrong and a lot of people cannot be wrong. Even some, sometimes when I met my, some of my customers, even customers told me about it saying, you know what, Jendra, if you have this fire, I think you should do something about it. That's a big thing. Yeah. I think then I realized, okay, there is something definitely, uh, uh, which is, giving me a hint, I had to start something. So when I traveled back, as I said, uh, to India, the first thing I did is I just went and called my uh, uh, brother. So actually, I have a twin brother. Uh, he is an entrepreneur from 10 years. So he's like a big inspiration. So, uh, so he, he yes. yeah. So he, uh, I asked him, okay, tell me this. So what I should do to start a form? Then he said, all I'll do is registration. And then I asked him, okay, if I do registrations, just like other countries, I inquired, do I have to pay any tax? Do I have to maintain any business? And something? he said, no, nothing like that. You just start a form. It not necessarily mean that you have to actually run business. I said, okay, let me do that as a first step. So I did register the form. I was not the uh, director. I just told my dad, dad, can you be the director of my company for some time, please? So he said, okay. okay. And then I made him the director and this kept the company as it is. So, okay, family I, director. Yeah, <laughs> family director, and told him uh, be that. And then I thought about okay, okay. Now I register the company. What should I do? Right. The name itself is also that. Initially, I thought I'll do some product. Then after some time, I realized you know what? I think I'm very good at customer management. I think do some consulting with respect to business. Then later I realized you know I think I should do something with respect to architecture. Like thoughts were keep on running around. So then I said you know what? let's call it as a set of things we do under one umbrella uh, with the base of technology. So I said, okay, you know what, let it be Technopy. And that's the name basically started with. And we are actually trying to do the same thing. We are not going to go all over the place, but we are actually not just a one business. We are trying to do co cover a couple of more. 
how did you manage the transition like you started as a developer and uh, now you are a co-founder and ceo uh, you had a great great career trajectory as well uh, so this transition being an employee and parallelly you also registered your company both going together so how did you manage like taking both employee and entrepreneurial things parallelly and how do you make that switch so um initially i think uh, uh, as you said right my focus was completely on learning so till to, to a stage i never thought i want to start something and struggle so that was a, i think that's a, a, a good part of being in a corporate where they teach you a lot of things which you, you thought your knowledge you know it say for example how to engage with a customer and what is customer needs doesn't matter uh, whether you are right or wrong it's always at the end of the day are you solving the customer problem or not so such things it automatically came and i'm very thankful to um, satyam for sending me i think i was in a year and a half experienced when i was in us so i mean yeah. uh, today i don't think people get opportunity to go there but i was learning a lot of things uh, out there and then yeah it takes uh, time little yeah little. it takes time right you have to learn so but when i want to start something the the uh, just registering a form doesn't mean that you have to act on it because do you really want to act on it i think you should also think about what are you going to work on what are you going to spend time on right and uh, because i was working for mindtree there is enough responsibilities which i had which i can get, never escape from plus uh, as a as a developer to be honest i'm still a developer i love my job i i mean you have no idea people tell me how much you have so much energy from morning till evening because Uh, with when it comes to programming when it comes to problems when it comes to uh, technology i don't mind be up for like 5 days like that kind okay, of so you still code is it yeah i love coding i I'll always tell my my developers that you know i sometimes just give me one jira ticket let me take it and code <laughs> it's a small one so once in a while because i i personally believe uh, um coding is almost like a breathing just because you know how to run you can't stop breathing so you still need mm-hmm. to breathe so you need to have that, that that is more of a personal for me than than anything else not necessarily that all entrepreneurs in technology has to code but that's how i do and uh, because i used to take the responsibility i used to manage a team of around 70 to 80 people in in mindtree even then my more focus is on uh, in mindtree because it is a customer driven reinstate and somebody has trusted me there so all i used to do is i used to think what all i can do about my new firm in 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 when i'm sleeping or i'm talking to my wife over the weekend somewhere in the vacation something like that it was working hmm. but i think uh, 2019 uh, i took a trip to us i was talking to one of my customers and that's when i realized i think enough is enough i think i should give my 100% dedication uh, to do something Uh, and if it doesn't work out it's okay there i know a lot of people who can call me back and give me a job right so it doesn't matter at the same time because at the end of the day whether i do technology work in my firm or if i do it in with any other firm i have the same dedication i have the same enthusiasm i have the same uh, love towards my job so it doesn't actually differ so that's when i came back and i quit and i want to start full time it was actually on uh, january last year so that's okay. when i i, I a, yeah it's just a year yeah. it's just almost <laughs> yeah. a year uh, and i think uh, uh, in the feb i i went to my talk to my dad and i changed my directorship and all, all those logical and administrative things to to myself and then started this form okay that's interesting uh, vijendra some of the big tech giants like google apple have already announced long back that uh, they have relaxed the policies to rec- recruit people uh, without any engineering degree right if you clear their company evaluation they offer you a job uh, do you think the similar thing will happen in india like do you uh, the education qualification or the institution a person comes from does it play a big role in changing times to think business at the young age well two 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 pieces to it one is uh, the the education and other piece is the qualification so they're two different to me honestly or most of the time people actually club them together so i, mm-hmm. I don't so basically your education is something you can survive and qualification mm-hmm. is what you can do right so um education definitely everybody needs it and uh, and education doesn't mean english education means you are aware of what is happening around you 
around the world as long as you're able to communicate talk to people you're all set right and qualification again uh, you had to be an engineer to join a firm not necessarily the truth because uh, to join a firm you need to have uh, a, this thought process i i personally believe when i talk to uh, 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 candidates or talk, talk to folks to bring them into my team the first thing i talk to them is about what do you know right i don't do an interview saying do you know this no i just want to understand what do you know right so okay if you know a okay it is not what i'm using i'm i i want b can you do b mm-hmm. for example i, I you are an electrical, yeah what value are you bringing in so i am an you are an electrical engineer perfect so you are going to uh, can you come and help my team with uh, let's say programming do you have any exposure towards programming he uh, probably the, the guy might say you know i don't but uh, i'm willing to learn and to become uh, an software person then i said oh yeah sure why not i can, can give an opportunity for you that's one thing second thing is as you said this big organizations they are coming and and uh, looking for people who are not just engineering is because the talent doesn't really uh, stay because you know engineering the talent just exists everywhere you just need to identify the right team okay you might be really good at math and most of the cases uh, i think uh, I- i'll talk to people where why you had to know math and science uh, and not biology uh, for you to get into software i said no it's not nothing like that a person has to be a little logical to make sense when it comes to computers because they are machines so they can't react to your emotions they only react to your logic so i think as long as a person has a, a logical capability not necessarily any education matters of course you can just join and and do any work and and personally uh, when i when i uh, talk to a lot of uh, students i i i because i always believe in students can do a big big revolution Uh, in india so when i talk to i i go to colleges i talk to people and i'll tell them you know uh, what are you studying so they'll say you know i'm actually studying java 4 java 5.5 something there's a java 12 out there so you know the gap between what you are studying and what is out there uh, so i'll tell them the same thing uh, there are a lot of forms even in india today have this uh, thought process of oh you have to have 16 in your 10th 16 in your 12th 16 in your engineering and no backlogs no a lot of restrictions that is only because they are big firms they can't come and evaluate each and candidate to get them into the firm but startups don't do that startups we actually talk to each and every person understand the person what he is yeah. what is his capability and then bring him them so i think in a in a broader uh, view i think in 5 to 10 years down the line i think it's going to be more simplified for anybody to apply for any kind of a job and and also i think i i see this uh, um, thought process in most of the people i talk to that you you definitely have an option to switch your job even you are 40 it's as simple mm-hmm. as any person can get into any job as long as you have this yeah. open mind for learning yes so i see that you call your founding team as technology and management enthusiasts so how should a group of people having unique ideas should come to a common ground of understanding uh, and start agreeing to take it forward uh, to start a business so two things here so one is again uh, initially we always think you know i'm going to you you will always imagine so i, I mean personally i imagine my team okay you know what i need to have a, a a guy who knows coding just similar to me i need i need to have a guy who knows Uh, more about uh, customer connects so i need to have a guy who knows a little bit about sales like that is your imagination but actually in reality it doesn't work that way in reality what happens is you just happen to talk to people about what are you thinking about and it there is a slash on honestly speaking uh, all those people i spoke to personally can you join my team no one joined mm-hmm. okay <laughs> literally not even a single person joined me either they say you know not, i this not my cup of tea some people said you know mm-hmm. i think i'm little it's too risky i don't i don't want to it's not that i'm telling you that you don't you're not be successful but i don't think i can help you right now kind of scenario but there are a lot of this my team who who are with me right now or most of them are just 
casually discussion become a business partner discussion so and some of them actually uh, uh, called me back and said hey that day you said something i was also thinking about it so do you think okay. uh, this also we can include it so actually somebody else is thinking on behalf of me that's the right person mm-hmm. to include into your team that's one second thing is the management um, mm-hmm. the experience uh, i always tell everybody that experience is not a shortcut you have to go through your years to gain that experience mm-hmm. and meeting people True. so i think the management point of view it's not necessarily the people management it's also about how do you take uh, how do you manage a, a tough situation when uh, as an entrepreneur or being a part of a team which is very small you have no look back because your team is not so big or oh, i can hire somebody overnight you can't do that you still be able to manage it. so I, i think i have a good team with me who are actually making things possible so it's actually i'm i'm blessed on that <laughs> yeah the core members right they are founding team yeah. so when when you have a group of people uh, who are like minded so how what are the common conflicts that could arise because everyone of its same mindset and uh, they still have a different opinions so how do you handle the conflicts so the conflict will automatically come uh, when even in during the brainstorm itself i think when you're doing a brainstorming sessions with with your uh, so called founding team or so called uh, set of team they are not necessary to be part of your team there are a lot of my friends used to come and participate in in a sessions over the weekends about what is my thoughts about building my, the firm or what are the areas i should fo- focus on all. even that point in time there is a conflict it's the, it's more of a the, the reason behind the conflict is that i was thinking that i was right i already thought mm-hmm. through i know what i should do and this who is this guy coming and telling me that this is not right so that was the initial very initial um, uh, i i might say more more of an ego clash to be honest yeah. because the change is the momentum yeah change, yeah change the momentum and the guy in front of you is also same experience or even more more uh, closer to you and they tell you the truth doesn't this doesn't work work out and then conflict resolution will automatically uh, go away uh as soon as you start your focus on growth i i, I mean it took little longer for me but i think uh, eventually uh, i think you should get there so every time when there was a conflict i should allow everybody to speak their words out and then once it is done then we'll say okay let's go back to our growth so i wanted to make uh, i wanted to have this firm to be 50 member team in 5 years okay okay let's talk through what is your input can it make this happen what is your input can this make it happen there's a possibility mm-hmm. that you might be wrong someone else will be right and mm-hmm. the conflict resolution automatically start coming down as long as you're not taking those as your problems rather than they are the inputs for your firm to grow so i think that's that's going to reduce your uh, discussion around conflicts okay that's pretty good advice and coming to the responsibility share i mean uh, you have conflicts because you are all talking about the same concept but for running an organization you need to share the responsibilities within um, within the company so how do you share the responsibility one taking care of technology aspects and one taking care of finance so because everyone coming from the tech background so how does that split up and how should one manage sure uh, <clears throat> one thing is i think as as part of uh, corporate life right we already kind of learned about taking responsibility but we never learned sharing responsibilities trust me uh, because the reason is we will we, we don't share it's either i do it or you do it okay but mm-hmm. it's not like let me keep doing it can you take a piece of it it doesn't come in in corporate because it could be because of the the ecosystem which is already out there because you cannot say that no no i did half he did half i am not responsible he is also not responsible you can't say that in a corporate right but <laughs> when it comes to your own firm as i said is absolutely right you you start jumping onto in the initial i think 3 4 months i was literally stepping into every meeting i was literally on every call every discussion and i was going to say no no this is not right thing to do this is not right thing to do and then so uh, one of my team members said can you just step out of this meeting please if i really need you i'll tell you <laughs> so 
So, yeah, so I was like, okay, all right. I think I think I'm doing too much uh, uh, involvement in things which are not necessary. And then after some time, I realized I think uh, this is this is this is definitely a learning. I I don't think you're going to get it anywhere outside if you're not starting your own firm. Then I realized I think I should make some free time uh, for getting status, not getting the details about the project or did not details mm-hmm. about what is happening around. Of course, the, uh, being an experienced person, they did come to me anyway. Eventually, a lot mm-hmm. of after three four months, I started going to every meeting. I should focus on, uh, you know, what is the strategy for the company, what is the my customer base should be, and on that. So then, people come in and say, "Hey, look, look, this is my problem. We are trying to solve it from last two days. I'm not able to solve it. Do you have any ideas?" So then I used to have a lengthy session with them and then we used to eventually solve it or are we going to improvise the problem uh, with more details and then somebody else will look at the solution but that is something it's going to come over the time today if you ask me this morning a um, lot of the activities are taken care by teams they just come mm-hmm. and tell me vijendra this is abc are required but one important thing which i always remember is customers are first and when it comes to customer i am i have clearly said everybody that i had to be involved so because mm, okay. uh, there is a possibility that that is an experience that people are learning and because we cannot give that excuse to uh, to a customer that oh sorry my team is still not capable enough to explain you the problem so I, I, the, the issues in in the delivery i'll come uh, i'll come and explain it later that doesn't happen True. so i think it's yeah. automatically comes from your team as a learning yeah that's important and i know you have said no to multiple venture capitalists right you are not a man towards vcs so they wanted to invest out on your company but uh, why why no to vcs in your path <laughs> very good question a lot of people ask me this question so uh, and people actually ask me vijendra i trust you i'm not even kidding trust you don't even you, have to, you don't have to return my money for next 5 years just just take this money there are a lot of people who actually approached me Uh, i personally um i always had this thought of uh, bootstrap your firm because the reason being the freedom i personally believe freedom because uh, <clears throat> when i worked in a corporate world we we already had i i personally have experienced a lot of times i have designed a solution or designed something or prepared uh, all the possible solutions for a customer and we're not able to implement because the customer didn't like it not because the solution is not right so because the customer didn't like it so it means just mm-hmm. because customer individual uh, you know prospect you know perspective can change the solution or change the way you your outcomes think about the investor also coming in so it's like mm-hmm. then i most of my job will be from morning morning till evening is uh, please the customer please the investor please the customer please the investor which is not what i really want to do because uh, honestly speaking when i started my firm i wanted to fail so that at least mm-hmm. i know whatever the imaginations I have in my mind is 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 not actually true but i mean for god grace things are going good uh, we had a bad year uh as 2020 and of course 2021 is here we are very much excited to get things new but when it comes to uh, uh venture capitals i think uh, i personally believe in a lot of uh, uh, folks i talk in meetups and uh, startup mentors they always suggest same thing don't take uh, venture capitals in the early stages because you don't know whether you are successful or a failure of course once you are uh idea or once your business model is stable or you know that it's going to make money you want to scale of course you can go to venture capital there's nothing wrong in it because by then at least you have all these points to justify why somebody has to pay you money okay yeah you your ground is settled so yeah, you, you have ground is settled you yeah. know the pros cons of the business and somebody ask you a instant question about oh, what if this doesn't happen you will have an answer for it so instead uh, instead of that that's one second thing is most of the times uh, the friends and family are who are going to come and uh, give you money right so those are people like they trust in you they think that because you did a amazing job in uh, as a corporate 
uh, employee you got so many awards you've been part of so many uh, ceremonies in in all these corporates they call your uh, friends and family you will be receiving an award they think that oh he can do an amazing job as an entrepreneur let's giving money he'll make it double make it triple so that doesn't work yeah the immediate trust right families and friends yeah. i i personally believe uh, uh, i think you should boost up your money Uh, and i think for the young minds or young people who are just out of colleges they think that oh you know what i should i don't have any option to uh, you know make money or get money uh, fundraised i personally suggest take a piece of your uh, pocket money invest that's what i did i personally did uh, run some investments for almost one and a half to two years so it make up a good amount of money i took it out i put it as a capital and started started it so i think you should always think about your firm as you were you, when you are when you have a kid you have plan right so similarly you have to have a literal planning about sure, okay sure. five years down the line if my firm has to be like this i should start spending some time, money from now on so that's that's a suggestion i always give to people of course you have to go to vc if you want to grow your business uh, bigger but i think in the initial stages vc is a definite no from my end okay yeah that's that's a good point you have started very recently and relatively it's one year old company yeah. um still you are going through the challenges so have you started feeling the first moment of relief or you are still going through the initial days challenges uh, it is still there uh, honestly i think but there are a lot of uh, moment of relief uh, you you may not you will be surprised even i was very happy when i, mean, I spoke to a couple of folks and uh, and they said yeah sure we'll join your firm as like, oh thank god somebody is ready to join my firm so even that is a moment of relief because somebody yeah. is talking to you and trust you to join your firm is also a moment of relief that's one thing second moment of relief was as i said when we actually had the first demo of our energy product and first demo of our uh, crm product um people said oh it's actually good i need mean, i think i can try this so that is a moment of relief uh, and then mm-hmm. there was one struggles point of view i think it's all our own imagination makes you more more paranoid than actual reality because uh, in a bigger forms when you work right you have this big team they can do turnaround time will be very very faster but you have a small team it doesn't happen like that so you might be thinking i can do this prototype in two weeks and you put all this sprint planning all the all possible brains you have all this strategies in available in the market but in two weeks nothing's going to happen so mm-hmm. then you will be like so frustrated like I, i really thought in two weeks is going to complete but it's not ha- completing but in reality i think you have left out lot of uh, 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 important aspects which is playing uh, playing the, for example how much time are you dedicating is a person who is part of your team is what is his knowledge level what is his business uh, thought process all that we will leave it out on we imagine it's going to happen and those are the struggles i think even today uh, the biggest uh, <clears throat> thing which we are going through right now is because 2020 was a very bad year for us to be honest but however we were able to uh, sustain because of the existing mm-hmm. customers who were able to still give us business but 2021 where we are focusing on getting some new people but we can't unfortunately we can't travel we can't meet them uh, a lot of restrictions we are trying to make a lot of things over the internet and uh, time zones are too difficult to manage because it's their morning our evening our morning their evenings so all that is little difficult but true, true. i have a lot of yeah. confidence that as long as you have a value at uh, what you do right doesn't matter getting a getting a customer may be delayed but you will definitely get mm-hmm. a customer okay yes yeah you just spoke about uh, how you how challenging was it covid right uh, so yeah. individually what were the setbacks and uh, for company uh, what are the dynamics which got changed so uh, <clears throat> very very good one so initially i think i i as i said i started in in february and uh, the the team was actually completely built in sometime in the early uh, march right i still remember two of my team members joined on uh, march 18th and 25th was the lockdown so uh, which <laughs> is fine one week of company for sure yeah it's just, just we just started, we, we we moved into an office and then uh, on in march so then what what to do with the office so those challenges were 
which is unanticipated and if you look at uh, someone can help because even every person is clueless it's not like it's mm-hmm. a once in lifetime kind of a problem right we nobody has a solution for it no experience uh, yeah yeah everybody has to experience the same thing but i was able to talk to my team one good thing which i said which i did which i learned actually from mindtree was always give laptops don't give anybody desktops which is very very lame thing but it's actually worked like a like a charm so i gave, everybody has devices and then we were able to work remotely and my team is fantastic so uh, uh, even though they are junior folks they were able to manage remote working really really well trust me i never expected that but um, we were able to manage everything uh, remotely over the years the only thing which was setback was we had couple of deals supposed to be closed uh, in in the early march which would didn't happen because of covid everybody started shutting down there uh, and and the crazy piece was which is very shocking for me personally was there were um, deals which we are supposed to close it and i sent a follow up email it got bounced as guys left and that's oh, like, okay yeah so those are the things which nobody expected right so which is it is fine i think uh, 2020 was a more of an opportunity i feel than a problem but it taught, it taught us a lot of things we can do better now i don't insist my team you have to be in office you work anywhere you want i have no problem i feel like now i have this uh, opportunity to hire anybody from anywhere in india so i don't have to literally ask them to come to bangalore and work so that is like a more yeah, of an opportunity than a problem that's that's a big advantage now yeah yeah please so so coming to the deals part that you mentioned um as a sales person it is very natural to uh, think about it but coming from a pure tech background there are quite a lot of startups like uh, friends they just uh, catch along and uh, start up a new business how should one actually imi- uh, start switching between the hats that how a techie can actually take immediately a role of sales and marketing person which naturally they, uh, they it doesn't come along with them so what's your suggestion on a non sales and marketing folks what tips can actually help them to to start thinking in terms of sales and marketing from the day one okay so <clears throat> i personally believe uh, two things right in, in in india i think we're all by default salesmen so because we know how to how to project ourselves so i think as a, as an in an inter, in a, if you go for a job in 30 minutes you are actually selling yourself you know it's skill but you don't know how to use the skill for your own right. needs that's what is very important True. that is where the learning come into picture so uh, and a second part of it is uh, you always imagine sales means giving technical information to <laughs> to mm-hmm. somebody so which is a very natural thing happened to me i go to somebody in the initial days i used to go to somebody saying you know what i can actually solve your uh, aws problem where you know your, your api gateway can do this abc then then yeah, that's exactly what, what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about i don't care what is api gateway does i don't care about what an s3 bucket does it yeah. tell me are you solving my problem or not so true that is something it is a learning curve i actually uh, spent a lot of time in in uh, learning through what is sales pitch what sales means uh, how to keep everything at a very high level how to not to go in detail about things and and very important thing uh, as part of sales i learned uh, which is of course you need a mentor and all that is you need to know when you are discussing some sales pitch do you even have a decision maker in that meeting which is so okay. important i didn't know that so i used okay. to keep on giving demos to people again and again again and again and then somebody told me is there a decision maker in that in that meeting what you're giving a demo did you even ask them that who the decision maker what is the roles are otherwise of no waste okay. waste of uh, time i think that's a learning mm-hmm. you need to get into you have a lot of you know internet is so out there you can get get to know about it i think i i spent uh, when it comes to learning i use plural site i call it as technology mm-hmm. or entrepreneurial yeah. so just just True. have plural site just use use plural site for everything and then uh, yeah. you just get there and also one one important thing people has to know is that a sales person cannot be technical okay yeah, a technical true. person can be a sales person very easily because all you do is you just just forget what you know and uh, yeah, advantage of being you... a technical person and sales is uh, if somebody ask you even a detailed question you actually know the answer sometimes somebody else can you do this and so many times i said yeah of course yeah 
because you are more detail oriented person yeah. yeah and you know how exactly it happens in the background right i think whether we like it or not when we are in the meeting uh, when somebody is talking to you you run your code in the back. i mean i i personally run the actual uh, you know delivery uh, blueprint in my mind right there and i can tell them it's possible or not possible so which is a <laughs> gift from all the corporate experiences what we have you were the head of architecture architects then yeah no i were the head of architect Uh, and uh, uh, and i think as an entrepreneur i think i had to wear hat of the finance guy the salary guy the hr guy the interview guy what not so i i do had get to wear all that and each one has the challenges to be honest i, I didn't know in the initial days mm-hmm. how to convince a candidate to join my firm now i do okay so it's it's okay, it's, yeah. it's still sales you still need to sell like company for a fresher to come and join your firm hmm nice so do you recommend students to get a job work uh, work in a firm and then think about business or you recommend to have a business mindset before even they get into the corporate world i think uh, i don't think it's something of a choice it is just again uh, it's about the way you you think about business See, business is not necessarily that technology software or anything right so in my opinion i think business is same it comes to uh, selling something on amazon to uh, building a software somebody so i think the thought process of business i want to do something on my own is something you need to have if you have that fire you just start it as i said you just go and register a firm at least do that and then of course you if you don't have funding you have to work for it if you don't know if you don't know how to go in this business go and join some firm learn that so don't assume that you know i have this amazing great idea people just come to me and give me money and i become famous that doesn't happen and you should have two important things in your mind is one keep the focus always that i have to start start something on my own that is your first primary goal second one is work for it it might take one year it might take 10 years it might take 15 years so that depends on how much you are uh, focus on your uh, Uh, goal of business the journey will become shorter and shorter because the more you focus the more uh, quicker you learn the better you get in get it get in it okay nice so coming to precautionary information for anyone who starts business people handling uh, people who are generally head focused on one particular idea and they uh, stream like a horse uh, what are the things that can go wrong for people who are focused on the product and their solutions but uh, not worried about uh, the external influences that can potentially turn your uh, business uh, so uh, this happens a lot happens a lot including uh, yourself so you 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 influence yourself that you know what i think it's not going to work out i guess it, it just happens in two weeks <laughs> so uh, i i th- i think you need, you need to have a, a, there's this uh, there's this concept of mvp they call it right so first yeah. of all you should actually sit make a plan and let the plan complete don't uh, judge mm-hmm. your product judge your uh, business model before it completes so you are assuming that you are i want to uh, in our case right you want to do a consulting right uh, so architecture consulting so i shouldn't go to someone say that hey i do this data platform related activities and i can help you out somebody will come and say you know what actually i have a problem in azure on cloud can you help so then i was like oh i know what i think i should go towards cloud i should do cloud consulting that doesn't work you still yeah. had to stick to your plan first okay let me try let 10 customers say that i have no no uh, uh, you know opening for you for the business what you are trying to bring in then you think about it so it's the same case with your product so when we did initial uh, uh, crm product with the same thing when we went to people they were asking like, uh we have uh, other crms out there what is different why, why should i use yours so then you're like oh yeah i know what i think we already a lot of products out there i think i should start doing no we shouldn't you know your key mm-hmm. uh, end users you should focus on it and continue to do that and uh, the the influence is be a lot especially from home because a uh, uh, lot of uh, thought process with of course your spouse and uh, your mom dad in in my case at least my brother uh, he is part of the uh, uh, you know the journey of building a firm from long time we have a different uh, mindset at home at least but a lot of people even that is not there so a lot of friends and family who come come to my home 
uh, they for them when i started my own firm it's not a big deal because my brother did 10 years ago where they called him an idiot but now they don't so so now they don't they don't tell me that you know uh, oh you are starting new firm are you are you oh is it crazy they don't feel that they say oh okay how is your firm going so how much money are you making oh, so they don't they don't usually ask you a question that hey what do you actually do they ask you oh how much money you do you make so these influences actually you will like it or not it actually influences you differently and uh, your friends are very important for you all your close friends talk to them tell your problem they will definitely give you a solution and i mean in my case i talked to them and when i first time told them i'm starting this form they said okay let's talk 6 months from now that was the uh, idea that i got okay after 6 months when i talked to them they said you know what you have the same fire as 6 months ago i think you can do it i was thinking so you are mad at some manager so usually you have this start process right i want to start something on my who is going to start, deal with this this problem in in this office so if you really want to start something you need to have a consistently same idea for a longer time and those influences actually can make you win or lose both again it's completely you were as a entrepreneur you should know what to take what not to take nice you run your business and also you keep learning on a day to day to day basis right and these days podcast or the audio platform enables to learn more um and you yourself are a good podcast listener uh, so what kind of genres do you listen to often and uh, what do you recommend for the next generation who who wants to actually excel in their life thanks so actually um, i used to read books before but uh, not much of a time because i can't walk while reading a book and all that limitations are you have less time i i'm i started listening to podcast from from couple of years now i think uh, most of the podcast in my list are all technology specific because you don't get to browse and learn so instead i when i walk yeah. to office or when i walk to uh, in the morning so i'll just 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 listen to it the one of my uh, top 2 uh, or uh, aws because most of my area of learning is aws i listen to them because they launch uh, services like uh, once a every week, week. Uh, every week yeah. in a scenario i just want to know what is going on around it and uh, the other one is uh, infoq uh, infoq is a mm-hmm. a platform for architects it's it's just amazing i i even have a newsletter subscriptions with them they give us give you amazing content and there are this great architects who talk about how to solve this complex problems which actually give you not really going to really going to solve your problem but at least give you a thought process about how to think in that angle so those those things i listen uh, other than that i think uh, these are the two major ones i listen most of my time and i have so i think i sort of recommend if anybody wants to be an architect or even have a vision to become an architect i recommend them to just uh, go through infoq website infoq uh, uh, podcast just is amazing nice good tips yeah uh, especially about that newsletters they make a lot of difference yeah they do quick summary so how do you stay calm during the day of chaos i uh, usually what i do right i just shift my focus i i of course there are some cases where uh, you actually freaking out because something is not happening and you still have to be in the call be in the customer with customer there is an escalation going on you will be with the customer what i usually do is i i i just walk out i'll tell them tell them i need some break i just walk out um i usually talk to either friends and otherwise honestly speaking i literally going to see some youtube videos you may not like it but i do see some mm-hmm. comedy uh, for some time okay. and just re- remove the focus because what happens is when you're in a stressful day um you need to have a small break it, it, the the break is actually less than 5 minutes it just give you a okay, f- focus out then come back and focus in and it's just like a tea break so just take it come back and then then deal with it because you never know when you are doing something else you get an idea to handle some some situations that's a nice tips thank you uh, moving on to the next uh, round fire rapid fire questions i have listed out some questions i'll just bring it down sure yes so the best thing which happened this month to you this month um i actually hired two uh, employees for my firm and uh, both of them are excellent good 
and uh, we are about about to give a demo to one of our customer about uh, one of the products i'm very much excited and they got a very good feedback about it so it's a very good thing happened at least in this month for now yeah okay building team is most important yeah right. uh, your favorite leader you follow crazily uh, i don't follow anybody who's all the so called the legends kind of a thing but okay. uh, personally i have few mentors especially uh, i should call out randish raghavan who's who was my mentor in main mind tree uh, he is okay. just just amazing i think he he gave us a he gave me lot of perspective about you should start something on your own I, I, in my personally i still believe he's a guy who he made my journey very easy to become an entrepreneur okay next and on the same line next question how do you make your mentors available to you when you need them so actually there's a regular touch so i think you should uh, i i when i usually i speak to them often uh, once in a while and always tell them if you receive my call in a week day i'm in trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> i usually don't call you so if 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 you're receiving my call on a week day i think i'm in trouble or i i at least i need some inputs from you kind of a scenario so i think that's how it works mm-hmm. out i don't necessarily that mentor uh, has to give you an input it's it could be just an uh, an idea which they told you or had the thought process they gave you for some other reason actually also solve the problem sometimes what i do okay. is i just text them or i just call them okay to reassure yourself nice yeah yeah your one childhood activity yeah you still like and you're still doing childhood I, unfortunately i have no option here to uh, play uh, i used to play marbles a lot a lot oh, okay. as a kid as a kid right so it's it's a, in a village but you never get to do it but my daughter has got this something called marble run and i was actually sometimes teacher about what is this marble game you play when I, as a kid and she never get it but it's a story but because you have this uh, yeah how can you get a mud to make sure that the the marble not run far so you not go far so yeah. here it's, it's all the uh, you know mosaic and we don't get to do that true 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 yeah so what does creativity means to you in one sentence creativity is uh, just not necessary to solve a problem just think out of the box okay nice one habit you have to stay calm uh, actually um, i do uh, uh, as a as a person from from a childhood i uh, we have this um, rituals we follow in the morning so sandhya vandana and all that so we I I do do that every day that actually comes a lot nice way of starting a day mm-hmm. um an article or a book you recently read and you liked it um I was actually uh, reading about um, uh, the issue that uh, uh, happened with respect to um the way the technology is coming in and may changing the way people think about it for example you know how it's getting jobs and all and people talking about bring technology coming into india going to make a lot of people lose job there was an article which was reading in uh, uh, on a uh, i think it's an indian express i think uh, where people are saying no 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 say no to technology it's going to get rid of your jobs i was like mm-hmm. really uh, I, i mean i kind of liked it because uh, there is not the you know image you have to give it to people and there was one amazing uh, footnote for that somebody wrote how it is not completely opposite to that so i, I kind of uh, liked it couple of i think i read it couple of weeks ago yes if you want to go back and change one decision in your startup journey what would that be hmm i don't think i have any so far Okay, or probably or probably <laughs> I not I, i probably i not uh, got the results of them yet so i don't know whether it's a good yeah. or bad nice uh, so you're on the right track uh, what's your retirement plan well uh, uh good question i i don't know when i'm going to retire but for sure um the, the thought process is uh, whenever i decide to retire i'll just want to go and teach so that's my passion okay. i definitely want to teach so either it could be but i don't know what is in future probably either online or uh, probably go to colleges and and teach i just want to uh, give away whatever i learned uh, back to the community 
okay nice that's the end of the show um it was wonderful talking to you and it's it's nice having you on the show thank you for your time rajendra uh, thank you so much ashok for having me here and thanks for uh, you know listening to me for such a long time and it was great talking to you and uh, good luck my pleasure thank you okay we are at the end of episode number 6 thank you very much vijendra for coming on and sharing the insights and to our listeners you can find out the episode summary in the description until we catch up soon stay tuned be motivated thank you